Hello, this is Pastor Bill at Solid Rock Bible Church in Reno. Uh, got a little message for you tonight. I uh, want to thank those that are out there and listening. Uh, you know, uh, I would just like to speak for just a few minutes. This is not going to be very long, but I'd just like to speak for a few minutes. And I've entitled this, Our Heavenly Home. You know, we hear more, I guess, about hell than we do about heaven. Now, both of them are just as real as they can be. There's both heaven and hell. And you can be assured you're going to go to one of them. But uh, I hope you choose to go to heaven. But what I would like to do for just a few minutes is I'd like to just kind of speak on our heavenly home and kind of what we've got to look forward to. Uh, You know, there's a lot of people out there that are not believers. They do not follow the Lord Jesus Christ. And, you know, and many of them can't understand why we deny ourselves some of the pleasures, if you want to call them pleasures, of this world. And i got to admit, there's a lot of things that are fun, but God said no. And why we would not deny ourselves to do them, well, to them, it seems foolish. They think that we should enjoy as much of life as we can today because, like I said, well, there may not be a tomorrow. And that is true. But if there's not a tomorrow and you're living for God, then you know where you're going to be because you're being obedient and you are obeying God. You know, the Bible teaches us something very different than what these uh, non-believers think. And, and, and like Jesus said in Matthew chapter 6, verse 19 through 21, it says, Do not lay up for yourself treasures on this earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Where we, our heart, should be on the things of heaven. And then Paul said it, said it this way. In 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 4, verse 18, he says, While we, talking about the Christian, while we, the Christian, do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are only temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. You know, I think Abraham understood this, and that's why he chose to live the way he lived. You know, here in the Bible, in Hebrews 11, 9 through 10, it says, they're talking about Abraham, it says, By faith he dwelt in the land of promise as in a foreign country, dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the very same promise. For he waited, Abraham, for Abraham waited for the city which has foundations whose builder and maker is God. The word waited here means to look ahead with expectation at what God's got for his people. Abraham didn't focus on the temporary blessings of this life. He focused on the eternal blessings of heaven. Abraham focused on a city that God is building for his people. Notice, I want, I want, there's two important things here that I want us to see about heaven. It says, the two important things this passage tells us about this heavenly city. The first thing, this heavenly city has a foundation that will never fail. 
It says here, for he waited for the city which has foundations. Abraham was looking forward to this city that God was going to build for his people. He was, he was, he was ready to go to this city. And as I read this, I thought about how this is so different than living in a tent like Abraham. You know, if you'll think about it, if, you, if you've ever camped or anything like that or, or spent a night or anything in a tent, a tent has no foundation. You know, it's got a little old, maybe if you're lucky, it's got just a little, little cloth floor in it or something like that. It is only a temporary dwelling place. It has no stability. It has no strength. It has no endurance. If you've ever owned a tent, you know there's constant repairing the rips and the tears. It goes to leaking and everything else. There's all kinds of problems with it. And the best thing to do when it gets to that point, get rid of it. You know. But anyway, this is how Abraham viewed his life here on earth. He thought to himself, <clears throat> why worry about a building a great house? And he had the money. He had the finances to do this. But he didn't worry about building a great house here on earth when it will just eventually pass away. But his home is in heaven, and it was a very different home in heaven, see, because it had a foundation. His home in heaven was going to be entirely different from this tent that he lived in. What the writer is saying here in Hebrews is that heaven is a place of security, it's stable, and it will endure for all eternity. Heaven is never going to pass away. Not the tr not, I say heaven's not. Heaven itself, the one we got now, will pass away. But we're talking about now the heavenly city, the new Jerusalem that God will have. That's just where we're going to be, is the new Jerusalem. And uh, But see, it said, second, it said that this is being built by God himself. God is going to create a new city. He's going to create the new Jerusalem that's going to come down out of heaven and God's people will dwell in that new city. God himself is the one who is building your future home. Think about that. When we think about how great this universe is, it is so majestic. I mean, you look at those up there on a good dark clear night and all the stars and the galaxies and everything you can see and how beautiful it is. God did that. And just think about it. The God that did that is building this city and he's building your house. You know, the book of Revelation, excuse me, the book of Revelation tells us that heaven has streets of gold, walls that are adorned with, with precious jewels and doors made out of pearl. And then there's another thing, and there will be no need for sun or moon. It says that we won't have a sun or moon like we've got here now in this new city. Revelation 21, 23 says, For the glory of God will light up that city. You know what that, that is called? The Shekinah glory of God. The all brightness of God, just the presence of God is going to light up that whole city. And But there's something else that's even more amazing than that. Listen to this in Revelation 21.3. And it says, I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with us. 
and they shall be his people, God himself will be with them and be their God. We are going to live right in the very presence of God. We're going to look upon God's face. We're going to see him constantly. We're going to be with God. We'll never be separated from God because God is going to be there in that city with us. You know, and there's something else that we don't think about. God has something really great in store for us. All this sickness and pain and death that we have here on earth, it will be no more in heaven. We won't have any more of this sickness or death in heaven. Look at what it says here in Revelations 21.4. Boy, this here is just something in itself. It says, And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. Just like that. No more sadness. No more crying. And there shall be no more death. You'll never die. You're going to have eternal life forever in heaven with God. Neither sorrow. You're never going to have. You're never going to be sorrow, sorry about anything. You're not going to cry, nor crying. Neither shall there be any more pain. Many people are in pain right now from the various things here on earth, arthritis and everything else. Just the pain of cancer. And everything that's going on, it won't be any more of that. And it says, for these former things are passed away. These things that we're talking about, tears, death, sorrow, crying, pain will never be again. They are all passed away. You're not even going to remember about them because there is going to be no pain. You're, you are going to feel so good. Uh, I, you know, I know a lot of people that suffer daily in pain. And we've talked about this. They say, you know, I cannot wait until I have no more pain, until I have no more sadness, until everything is just going to be wonderful in the very presence of God. And that's what it's going to be. It's going to be a great presence being with God. You know, today we see God through the eyes of faith. We don't see him face to face. We just see him through our faith, knowing that God is real and that he is faithful to do what he says he'll do. But someday, and someday soon, we will see God face to face. Can you imagine what kind of a day that will be? When we open our eyes, all of a sudden, and there stands God. The glory of God, and when that glory hits us, it's going to... I just wonder, you know, it's kind of like that song. Well, I, when we see God, will we be able to stand? I don't think we will. I think we'll fall right on our face and on our knees, giving him praise and giving him worship. It is going to be so good and so great just to be in the presence of God. You know, God revealed all of this stuff to Abraham. I figure it was probably maybe in a dream. But, you know, it changed the way Abraham looked at his life. Just, just imagine thinking about what it was going to be like to be in the presence of God. To get out of those tents, to have that beautiful, beautiful home that God's going to have for him. And just every moment you turn around, you're going to see God. The very presence of God you're going to be living in. You know, Abraham's mind was so full of expectation of heaven and what it would be like that it delivered him from the ways of the world. 
thinking about heaven, expecting all these great things that heaven is going to be, it changed Abraham's life. It delivered him from the ways of the world. He didn't care about the ways of the world. He didn't care how the world lived. He was living for God. What about us? What about us? How are we living? Are we looking forward to heaven? Are we looking forward to coming into the presence of God? Are you looking forward to, like it said up here, God shall wipe away all of our tears. There shall be no more death. There shall be no more sorrow. No more crying. Neither shall there be any more pain. For all of this stuff is passed away and it will never be again. You're never going to suffer through any of that. Simply because of God's love, grace, and mercy that he has poured out upon his people. Just let me ask you something. If you died today, where would you be? You know what we said earlier. There's two places, heaven and hell, and we're going to be in one of them. Where are you going to be? If you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I hate to say it, but you're going to go to hell. But if you've accepted Lord, the Lord and you're living for him, this what we've talked about. Your presence is going to be in heaven, and your presence is going to be with God for all eternity. But this is your choice. You have to make the choice yourself. We can't make it for each other. We have to make it individual. We have to come to the Lord Jesus Christ and say, Lord God, I am a sinner. I have sinned. But Lord, I need your forgiveness. For your word said, if I believe upon the Lord Jesus Christ and I believe he died for me and he rose that third day, Lord, I would be saved. Lord, I'm believing this in my heart. I know that this is true. And I'm asking you today to come into my life to be my Lord and be my Savior. Because when my day comes, when my appointment with God comes, you know, we've all got an appointment with God. In Hebrews 9.27, what does it tell us? For it is appointed unto man once to die and then the judgment. We've all have an appointment with death unless the rapture takes place and we're raptured out here before we die, but we'll get a new body on the way to heaven. We get our glorified body. We get that new body, just the body just like Jesus had when he was resurrected. So let me ask you a question. If you died, do you know for sure where you would be? Would it be heaven or would it be hell? We've heard how wonderful and how great heaven is, and we know how terrible hell is going. So you need to make a decision because we don't know from one day to the next when our appointment is set with God. The Bible said God knows the day of our birth. He knows the day of our death. Are you ready if it's time for your death? Just think about it. We're not promised tomorrow. We've got the time we've got right now. So if you've never accepted the Lord Jesus Christ, it's time to do that. Because this, the way this world is going, it's getting closer and closer each day. And each day could be our last day. So are you ready? I hope you are. Would you pray with me? Father God, I thank you for this day. I thank you, Lord, that I know you. I thank you that you are my Lord and you are my Savior. That your Son, Jesus Christ, died on that cross for me. Oh, Lord, thank you so much for loving me this much. Thank you. Oh, if you have never accepted the Lord Jesus Christ, I'm asking you today 
Ask Jesus Christ to come into your heart. That's all you got to do is ask and then believe in your heart that he died for your sins and he arose on the third day and now he is sitting at the right hand of God interceding for you. It says if we will confess with our mouth and believe in our heart that Jesus rose from the dead, he is the Son of God, we will be saved. And in Romans 10, 9 and 10, I mean, excuse me, Romans 10, it says, For whomsoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. When it says call upon the name of the Lord, you're calling upon Jesus Christ to forgive your sins and to come into your life. That's what he's waiting for. Notice he said, whosoever. It don't make no difference where you've been, what you've done, or anything else. If you will call upon him and believe in your heart, he will save you at that very moment. If something happened, you are guaranteed eternity in heaven. So I want to thank you for being here this evening. Thank you for your time. And please, really consider your life, and where you're going to be if you die. So until next week, this is Pastor Bill saying thank you for being here, and I'll see you next Tuesday. In, in Jesus' name, y'all be careful, be well, and may God's hedge of protection be around each and every one of you. So God bless you, and I'll see you next week. <laughs>